Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power. Green Lantern's light. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is DC Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the DC Universe. Greetings, DC Movie fans. Welcome to DC Movie News, where Roxy Stryer and I are patiently waiting 505 days, 13 hours, 39 minutes, and 18 seconds until the opening of Batman v Superman. I'm Adam Gertler. (laughs) I'm Roxy Stryer. How are you, Roxy? That was pretty good. For your intros, I'm liking the countdown. I think we should stick with that one. Well, I just found that. It was on, like, countitdown.com or something like that. I'm like, how many days can I figure out until Batman v Superman opens? How can I figure this out without doing any math? And you just Google it, and sure enough, it came up. So there you go. I feel like you've known the number for a while, and you just made a little bit of an excuse, which is totally fine, yeah, and I support I, you in that. I wish I could say that were true. Okay. Um, we do have to apologize. Once again, it is just Roxy and I today. Uh, unfortunately, Johnny LaQuasto still on a suicide mission, unfortunately, not with us today. Roxy, you gotta, you gotta sit up a little bit. You're a little low. You gotta represent a little bit more height for, for Johnny. It was a, a ghost sinking chair. Oh, were you just like slowly <laughs> going down? I was, but I'm back. Alright, so, uh, everybody, this is gonna be our last episode for the year. We, uh, normally do the show on Thursday. We're shooting this today on Wednesday. Next Thursday is a holiday. It's Christmas. The following Thursday, what is it? it's Christmas. What's that? That's, uh, I don't know. I don't Happy know. Happy Hanukkah to all my Jews out Happy there! Happy Hanukkah. Merry <laughs> Christmas. And then following is, uh, uh, New Year's Day. Uh, so we'll be back January 8th after today, 2015. We're going to be rocking it off. We're going to be just full force. Full force. LaQuasta will be back. It'll be great. But we do have some news. Uh, we have some stuff we want to talk about. And we wanted to have a last show. First of all, let's just talk about some, some news. Could be news, non-news. Batman v Superman. Um, a lot of plot details came out. If you're listening to this show, chances are you clicked on this stuff and you looked and you know a lot about um, possibly some villains in Batman v Superman, possibly some status quos of uh, the Dark Knight and or Kal-El. What, what do, what, what well, do you think? I'm just thinking right now because, you know, last week we did give some spoilers and people seem to not want to know what's going on. So we are letting you know that it is out there if you want to know, but we are not going to I guess the word is ruined anything. Yeah, I mean, there's a fine line. It's like, we want to talk about stuff that's that's news. If it's honest speculation, but not informed by someone, maybe or maybe not, having read the script. I mean, I'd be really bummed if I go to this movie and I know every twist and turn. I'll be bummed. How do you avoid that, though? Because honestly, anybody who is listening to this show is looking for all the news they can get. How do you avoid knowing the things you don't want to know? It's almost impossible. It is really tough. It takes, you know, fortitude a little bit. You know, like, I've managed to do it well with the Star Wars stuff. 
Like, because it's like, you know what? I, I, I just don't want to know. I'm like, eh, Star Wars. I just go away. Like, I'll listen to, you know, uh, Christian Harloff's, like, Far, Far Away because they have a very similar kind of policy where they won't talk about stuff that could p- potentially ruin it. And I know there's been a lot of, uh, you know, Force Awakens plot ruining stuff out there. And Do you I've- not even watch the teaser? Oh, no, I saw that. Oh, okay, okay. That's okay. I mean, if it's stuff that the studios want you to see, that's part of the rollout. Wait, I have to acknowledge something for a second because we're doing this new thing where we're going live, which is amazing. And oh. right now I'm in the chat roll and I'm oh. watching everybody on YouTube um, comment with us. So they're they're saying some great thoughts. And I just want to say that Shane thinks that Johnny's a secret superhero double life right now. So I think that Shane's probably right. Well, if he was a secret superhero, we could not comment on that right now. Oh, oh, did I ruin something? No, because no, you're I, not I, confirming I or denying anything. Oh, Nothing. that's true. I neither confirm nor Nothing deny. Was said. Nothing um, was but said. you guys keep going on this chat while I'm reading everything you guys are saying um, and listening to Adam at the same time. I'm an amazing multitasker. <laughs> Call me multiplex. Um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You are. But I'm... Yeah, so keep on commenting. We love you guys. (laughs) I love it. I get it. I get it. All right, so we do have some really exciting casting news. We've talked about this for a while. The Suicide Squad cast is rounding out. And we finally... And I'm so sorry Johnny's not here because he loves the character of Amanda Waller. Uh, Amanda Waller has been cast with the uh, Academy Award-nominated, Tony Award-winning actress... Viola Davis. Wasn't she your first pick? She was my, you know, when it was down to the three of Oprah, Octavia, and Viola, Mm -hmm. I mean, this seems to be like the best compromise because... Look at this picture. She's a phenomenal actress. It looks like they're going with a little bit more of the New 52 style, which look, I know... I know everyone's like, look, CCH Pounder is the physical and vocal incarnation of Amanda Waller, and I was totally in that camp, but you have to be happy about this casting. This is a woman who has accomplished everything. She was nominated for an Academy Award and lost to, you know, Meryl Streep, right. which is, you know... Of course. I mean, obviously, we saw her in The Help. She's amazing. She's very, very talented, but more importantly right now, I'm watching her on How to Get Away with Murder. Is that good? It's, I haven't seen it. It's I hear it's good. awesome. Here's wow. the thing. The pilot, not that great, but mm-hmm. she shines the entire way through, and then after that, it really took off. I mean, I'm a huge Shonda Rhimes fan anyway, anything right. she does, but she is such an incredible character. We see her go through so many different emotions. I think she's going to kick butt in this role. She wasn't my first choice. You know that I'm a big Oprah person, yeah, but, but th- she is going to crash. I love the thought of Oprah, but the f- if Oprah was in it, it would be too distracting. And, and let's be honest, like she does like important movies. Like she's in Selma now. She was in like, you know, she, she chooses her, her films very few and far between. She's Oprah. She's a billionaire. She doesn't really need to do superhero movies. I agree, but I kind of said the same thing about Will Smith. I didn't think that he would no, sign on. No, and Will he Smith, did. yeah, but Will Smith, in my opinion, needs some career rehabilitation. Like I feel like people do not love him like I, they used to love him. I forget that you have this thing against Will Smith. I, look, I, he's not the top dog anymore. And then, like, his kids are going out there giving these crazy interviews. He's in, like, a real Tom Cruise position right now where people are like, dude, I want to like you. Why are you making it so weird for me to like you? I, <laughs> thank you, Stephen in the booth. Thank you. Thank you. We got another little uh, audio drop. I, I just disagree. As you guys know, I'm getting jiggy with Will Smith. 
Uh, well, oh, I, is I, that I, reference too dated? Can I not use no, that? No, no, no. I do hope to get Jiggy in 2017 with Will Smith as well. Oh, the word Jiggy um, just sounds so kind of weird out of your mouth. Yeah, it should. It should. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be using that word. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Viola Davis is going to be in the upcoming Michael Mann film. Right. Uh, what is it? The Black Hat, is it? It is called. With Chris Hemsworth? Uh, yeah, Black yeah, Hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, black hat, and yeah. it looks really, really good. So, and it almost looks a little bit more of a, of a similar genre that we're, we're going to see her. Um, I think she can do no wrong. I've never seen her in anything that I disliked, so I'm very excited about this casting. This picture makes me really excited. I think she's a kind of a crossover between New Fifty Two and the old version. So, right? No, it seems like the best right. of both worlds because mm-hmm. she's got the strength. She's no like she's not a waif. You know, she's right in there. Look at her. She's fierce. Keep looking at she me. Those eyes stare deep into my soul. Yeah, they really do. I would go on a suicide mission. For that you would absolutely uh, absolutely i think i'm with you let me ask you this what about the fact that her tv show does like a r- ridiculous amount of episodes a year is that a problem like it's like a 23 episode show yeah i was a little confused on that as well i just feel like girl's gonna sleep none yeah <laughs> i mean when when is she taking a break never when are they gonna when are they filming i'm not sure how are they gonna work around that schedule i don't know i don't think how we get murder uh, how to get away with murder has been picked up again, but it definitely will I be. I think it's a hit, so yeah. I think it, it certainly will be. Well, it, it's exciting. Uh, nothing is super. And I want to give props to uh, Latino Review that broke that story. They break a lot of stories. They're not always uh, accurate, but they usually are. I think it was probably El Mayimbe that broke that. I'm not exactly sure. And it broke, and within two minutes, it broke elsewhere. Everybody was talking about People it. People check Latino Review a lot. They've become like the, the scoop breakers. And this was a huge casting. Amanda Waller's in a very iconic role. Like, Isn't it amazing how all the rumors for this particular film have like through. kind of panned out? It's baffling, honestly. It's something except for Enchantress. Who David Ayer's making this film. If you're not excited for this film, like you're too pessimistic. You know what I mean? Like, just take a break from the hate. It's the holidays. Imagine, if you will, that. That, that Warner Brothers in DC and Kevin Sujihara and all these, and, 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 and Jeff Johns, uh, just imagine if you will, take a fantasy to a place where they've got their stuff together. And once March of 2016 rolls around, I'm of course talking about, you know, 505 days, 13 hours, 30 minutes, and 40 seconds from now. Keep giving us once that time that check. gets here, we'll check back again to see how much closer we are at the end of the show. <laughs> that we're going to get some good movies. I have to be optimistic. I know you are, but I am wondering, yes, I'm super excited. You are super excited, but are people who don't know about these characters as excited as we are? I think that what Marvel did for Guardians proved that you can be equally excited even if you don't know as much about the characters. Yeah. We know about the actors and we're excited because we're investing in them and the story. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, uh, I'd be really surprised if they make a good movie if it fails. Like, I don't see a, a live-die repeat happening here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you got the Joker. You have enough names. I mean, this, is, this isn't like one star carrying a film. This is a gaggle of stars, which is a collection of geese. Lots of money. It's a lot of money. Yeah, they're putting a lot into this film. Um, also, uh, kind of in Batman v Superman news, to go back a little bit, Amy Adams, uh, who's been making the rounds for the new Tim Burton film, Big Eyes, had, had some comments about, um, you know, whether they were going to go to the new 52 route where Batman and Superman are a very hot item. Uh, and other people saying, well, no, uh, Clark and, and Lois are going to be together more the traditional way. Yeah. Uh, so Amy Adams was asked, and uh, there's a quote there. Do you see the quote? 
Yeah. Read says, the quote as Amy Adams because you have a better Amy Adams voice than I do. Oh, no. Don't do that to me. You're the accent person. See, but this is not an accent. Okay. Is, okay. I'm, I'm just going to talk. Then. So, okay. They, so, basically, they said, like, oh, so is there going to be, like, uh, a lot of, like, tension between Wonder Woman and Lois Lane for Super... Ah! She says, they always think that if you put another woman in automatically, cat fight. No. I think that's a male fantasy thing. I don't think that's reality. All right. I had a little bit of an issue with this quote. Okay. Here's my problem. I don't think that's what people were thinking in this version. People are thinking it because in New 52, that's what's going on. Right. It, it, so it was confusing to right. me. Did she just slip up or did she not know? Or exactly. I, it, was, it was a little strange. So then I was a little surprised to see that uh, these news outlets were speculating, oh, that's confirmation. That's not going to be happening. I'm like, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know it, if she even knew in the first place that it was on the table. If LaQuasta was here, you know what he'd Swerve. say? He'd say swerve. <laughs> He'd say she's be like, oh no, people think. I mean, because that's very, that's a very logical assumption to make. So if she was like referring to the source material, she'd say, you know what? They, I don't know if they're going to go in that direction or not. Or you're just going to have to wait and see. Or you know, yeah, it seems like she's aloof to the whole concept even existing. Adam, they're calling you out a little on the chat roll, saying that you said that. So I am Ninja Panda says that you said Batman and Superman are a hot item. Do you want to do you want to correct yourself? Oh, did I say Batman and Superman? I, are I didn't a hot catch item? it, but they caught you. <laughs> That statement's pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, a different kind of show. It wasn't what I meant. I meant that Superman and Wonder Woman were a hot item. But you know what? There's a lot of weird artwork out there. There's a lot of fan uh, fiction, and uh, what I said was not actually inaccurate. It was just what I not did not intend. But yeah. thank you very much. Anyway, they're they're going to be on top of you now Going that we got live. This. Oh my goodness, it's amazing. My- but I am a little bummed about this. If it is confirmation, also because. I kind of want to see a love triangle. Yeah. I think that's interesting. I kind of took it like there is going to be a love triangle, and she's swerving. How? Oh, you really? I do. You I th- really do. Mm, I don't know. I think she's brilliant, so I would like to give her the benefit of the doubt and say that she knew. But to me, it just seemed like she kind of was... Do you know when these actors do these films, like particularly with the superhero films, they must go the to like research. Quantico, Virginia. No, I'm talking about how they have to be oh. debriefed before they can do interviews. Yeah, that's Before true. anybody's allowed to talk or anything. Like, I feel like it's a whole separate industry. And it's not like Gal said this, who isn't as ready for these interviews. I mean, Amy Adams has been doing oh, yeah. this for a very long time. She She's herself well is prepped. just getting nominated for Academy Awards every time she like right. opens a script. She's incredible. So if she is right, then I'm upset. And if she is swerving us, then bravo, my dear. Yeah, exactly. It, it's going to be really be interesting. Um, yeah, well, we'll talk about the. Uh, we'll actually talk a little bit about Superman and Wonder Woman a little bit later. Um, uh, what? I we'll, just wanted to give her other quote one second. Oh so yeah, yeah. Could, give her another quote. There's she says because uh, this was a little confusing to me too. She says, "I don't know how it will turn out if we're going to be competition, but we're not in this. I can safely say, and we're not in real life. She's just the coolest girl ever. So it's great when." the actresses get along yeah. but what she says we're not in this does that make you think maybe they are in another film well I, I just don't think the plot is going to develop far enough in Batman v Superman that Superman and Wonder Woman are really going to have a relationship I don't know how they're going to appear I think they might by the end of the film come together in some super heroic sort of way it will be the dawn of justice by the end of the film 505 days blah, blah, blah. Uh, but no I, I think that, that that is potentially a plot that could happen down the line and you know 
know, in all fairness, if that is where the studio is going to go, Amy Adams really might not know about it. Like, they would not, like, you know, say, like, oh, here, we're going to go in three films and five films. Yeah, that's true. Do you think that there's any chance completely going off the comics just because we, we need somebody for Batman, that there could be a Batman Wonder Woman kind of thing? Or do you think that there's no way? He, he can be a little bit of a player. I would love that. I would actually love that because, you know, Bruce is, uh, he's not super powered, but he's the stud. I mean, he is the champion, the end-all, be-all, the alpha, the omega. You know, he's the man. I would love to see. I, and I Tell can, us how you really feel about him. I could you even like see. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I could even see Bruce, like, almost in a, in a, in a, in a Talia al Ghul way, Bruce getting with Diana Prince, not knowing who the either is. Mm. Just being like, you know, here's this, like, you know, gorgeous Amazonian-looking, yeah. you know, and, and something happening there. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? I'm with you. I it could happen. Um, okay, so we also have, I guess, sort of our next bit of rumoring um, is fallout from the continued Sony hacks. Ugh. Wow. Ugh. Wow. This is just honestly consuming everything in Hollywood it's getting right now. Worse. I can't now believe, it's actually getting scary. It's getting really scary. I can't believe that it first of all, I can't believe that it's affecting our DC show, which is bizarre. That's just I mean, it's ripples because you're talking about Sony, a studio that doesn't even have any DC properties. Anything. Anything. Completely bizarre. And second of all, like you just said, it's getting to be really, really scary and I'm no longer caring about somebody calling out the spoiled brat and now I'm caring about the safety of people. Yeah. When, once you're starting to threaten movie theaters, like this has become a really scary thing. And then how do you respond to them? How do you give it, you know, its proper credence, but then also, you know, prevent them from doing any damage? And honestly, I think Howard Stern said it best is that like, this is a story that should have been quashed by the media because if this didn't become public, then no one would know what to avoid. These threats could not have, you know, gained anything if people didn't know what to avoid. And all they want is the attention. They want to make the threats public. Well, it's confusing because now Sony's employees are suing Sony and Sony's potentially suing the media. So uh, where does this all stop? I don't know. And, I don't know. And it affects us because... Okay, so uh, among those emails, there was talks about the potential rumor for the Aquaman movie, right. which is not too surprising. Uh, we're talking well, it is surprising. Surprising that it's among the emails a little bit. Well, no, no. But what's not surprising is the is the director itself, right. Jeff Nichols, who directed the fantastic film Mud, right. great small film with Matthew McConaughey, and I guess apparently he's working on another film for WB right now that is more of an actioner film. So you see this pattern happening a lot, where a young director does an independent film, gets a lot I think of he's attention. Like, he's thirty six or something crazy, but really I mean, yeah, young. Yeah, I mean that's that's young. Like right. thirty six is like prime young director right. age and you know now he's doing this uh, film what was the uh, action film it's called Midnight Special which they're deci- describing as like a, a chase film um, and that's in post production now so like the timing kind of works out that after he would finish Midnight Special he could go into pre-pro uh, they must have WB Aquaman. must love him I mean he must have done a great job they must really like him and so they're like alright let's keep it rolling yeah what do you guys think about that Jeff Nichols is a good choice I know last week we were talking Jason Momoa really wanted Zach Snyder to continue that. I mean, I think Zack Snyder's hands are full. Um, they're, they're yeah, thinking. so yeah, the Aquaman film, and this is actually early production art for the Aquaman movie. Um, Jeff ninety four thinks that the director of Mud working on Aquaman sounds awesome. People nice. are, yeah, people are liking it in the chat. 
And Woody Roxy, what do you think of the uh, production art for? This is actually leaked from Warner Brothers. This is early production, like toy art for the new uh, Aquaman movie. Well, I'm just thinking that is Momoa. How are we going to squeeze Momoa into that? Is, is what I'm thinking here. You think he'll fit in that box? <laughs> oh, definitely. Can't put Momoa in a box. Definitely. I mean, yeah, it's just crazy. All I'm that... trying to make the jokes because Johnny's not here, and it's no, just yeah. hard. You gotta you it's crack just him. Hard. Crack him when you can. It's okay. Well, that's what that's what Aquaman is there for. He you're looks you're great. the funny one between the two of us, though. Well, you People know. think you're funny. I don't know what they're seeing, but they do. Um, <laughs> I kid, I kid. Uh, okay, so any other movie stuff that we want to talk about? Like, that was a lot of the movie items. There's a couple of TV items we want to talk about. Yeah, no, I think uh, right now, as we talked about, they're killing the TV universe, so. Yeah, TV universe is looking great, um, and they keep adding more characters, more actors. So we just found out the smoking hot Peyton List. Yeah. Uh, who is uh, on Mad Men? She was She's Jane also, Sterling. She also does a CW show, so that made sense. Which is called uh, Tomorrow People. Right. So um, I, again, with people taking care of their own, CW does this all of the yes. time. All of the time. Are you a Mad Men fan? Um, yeah. don't ask me that on okay. air. All right, all right. <laughs> what? Because you don't? I, I just it's not popular opinion that I don't like that show. Oh. And I just couldn't get into it. I watch six, I always it. give a show six episodes. If I don't like it in six episodes, I don't have time to watch shows I don't like after six episodes. Sure. And I, it was just a little slow for but me. But you got plenty of time for Amazing Spider-Man 2 all day long, all don't you? All day. Not as much as I have for <laughs> Dark Knight, though. Uh, Did that help? Did that save me a little? A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Except you like Dark Knight Rises a lot, too, and I can't necessarily get behind that film so much. You can get behind anything, DC. Adam. I can get behind Swap it. Thing. The third act of uh, Dark Knight Rises is a little problem for me. But anyway, she uh, she was Roger Sterling's second wife on Mad Men, and she is going to be playing the character of Lisa Snart. She's got those puppy dog eyes. The Golden Glider. Yeah. Yeah. I, who is the sister uh, of Captain Cold. Captain Cold. Which is really cool. I'm going to make Who's an admission right Miller. now. I don't know the Golden Glider at all. Honestly, I had to, when I saw this, I was like, hmm, I know who's Captain Golden Cold. Glider? Golden Glider? This is an interesting picture. This is a good one. Yeah, it was really hard because I'm really trying to find pictures that are big enough that appear good when we do the podcast. And it's really hard. You got to like view the image and all that stuff. But there were some great um, cosplayers where you had Captain Cold and the Golden Glider together. And I wanted yeah. those, but I couldn't make. Do you them guys big. all know Golden Glider? I want. I want to see if you guys know who it is before we. I just love that they keep adding more and more characters. Like you know that Marvel has tons and tons of characters, but like DC. Has got such a list of characters, which so, I, I mean, think is thousands awesome. of thousands. Like, there's so many you can go to, especially characters like this that are very uh, unlikely to get to the movies. So they're going to all be used, uh, you know, eventually on some TV show as DC continues to dominate and makes all things TV. Yeah, DC. and we're also in casting, we cast a uh, Cisco's older brother. So on the Flash, we did that last night. Right, I heard um, that that was a late breaking kind of thing. Right? Yeah, that was a late breaking thing. And then I did we talk about Mark Hamill being uh, coming back to um, The Flash uh, as Trickster. We did. Yeah, yeah we okay. did talk about yeah, that. So there's a weekend. lot of fun things going on um, in the TV Which is super exciting because, like as I said, I was a big fan of the 90s uh, 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 Flash series on CBS. It came out like right after the Batman show. And yeah. I think it was a really good show. I think it was very expensive for CBS at the time. But the effects were great. And yet John Wesley Shipp, who was the Flash on that show, now yeah, plays yeah. Barry Allen's father. So it's Nick Gonzalez, by the way, who was cast as Cisco's big brother. Awesome. So, well, that's that's very exciting. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, okay, I don't even remember when Matt Key was here last week, we talked about 
the Beastmaster, right? And we said Mark Summers, the Beastmaster, which was wrong. Mark Summers is, of course, the host of Double Dare and Unwrapped on the Food Network. And that's then, what happened. Right. Yeah. But I don't even remember the context we were talking about him in. But. So then who pops up in the news? Beastmaster, Mark Singer, is going to be a DC character, Matthew Shreve, on Arrow in the flashback scenes. This is scenes. one of those things where you put your energy out there and then the world just placed something in front of you. Because the fact that we're talking again about Beastmaster this week is outrageous. It's outrageous. And I was also looking for the perfect Beastmaster. I loved Beastmaster as a kid. And also another great film uh, or, or, or a TV show, actually, was the original V. You know that there was V on a couple years ago, but then there oh, was I watched v. it. The original one? No, I watched V on a couple years ago. Okay. But there was an original one in the 80s, and he was the, the male lead on that show, too. And mm. I, I love this guy in the 80s, and I love it when these guys from the 80s, you know, find these great roles, because you now the, the people making these TV shows, like Greg Berlanti and all these people, they they were huge fans of things like the Beastmaster, and they're like, "Hey, I'm in a position now where I can cast my childhood idols." How in unbelievable roles. of a spot to be in to have loved somebody when you were younger, and now be like, "Oh, I can employ them. It's Let me employ so them." Cool. Now, here's what I want to talk to Roxy Stryer about, and I want to talk to That's you guys me. about this too. This is Roxy <laughs> Stryer. Um, now, Matthew Shreve is a military character. We we know that he's going to be in some of the flashback sequences of Arrow, but he's also also known for being involved with the Creature Commandos, which is basically a team made up of the Universal Monsters, essentially. I'm wondering how this is all going to fit in, because he's supposed to be in a lot of the latter half of the show um, with the flashbacks. But do you think there's going to be Creature Commandos? That doesn't seem like really Arrow That's stuff. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how it's going to fit in. I really don't know. And, and another thing is, like, uh, one of the guys... That is uh, on the creature commandos. Who's a who's a who's a lycanthrope. He's a wolf. He's a lycan. Um, is uh, is as a result of the Langstrom serum. Kirk Langstrom, who is Man Bat. Man Bat from the Batman animated series was voiced by Beastmaster Mark Singer. <laughs> I can't. I, can't. I don't you even did understand. That. You did that. You think there's something magical going on here? Well, I, I just love how, like, DC is not afraid to keep, like, in-casting. It's like when Annette O'Toole was, like, you know, in Superman 3, and then she was cast as Ma Kent, you know. Was, yeah, absolutely. They I, do a lot of that It's about it taking care of your own, and once you, it doesn't, as long as it doesn't affect the continuity or whatever it is of your universe, then you're allowed to do whatever you want. So, the creature commandos were featured in things like Frankenstein and the Agents of Shade. The Agents of Shade. The Agents of Shade is a thing. Tell me. Uh, and, well, I mean, he's like a Frankenstein's monster. Uh, we also have uh, Warren Griffith, who's a war werewolf. Vincent uh, Velcoro, who's uh, got vampire-like powers. Oh, no, he's got the powers that are from the version of the Langstrom formula. Um, and then they were both humans. Uh, it sounds really weird. It just, it just, I just feel like Arrow, with the exception of the Flash crossover, has been staying more grounded. So I can kind of see Matthew Shreve. I'm not sure if we're going to see the Creature Commandos. What do Jer you guys think? Do you guys think they're going to do Creature Commandos? Jeremy Cuddles thinks that your love for Beastmaster is beautiful. Oh, and God. I have to agree. I think it's, it's, a it's beautiful. It's a really, really good movie. And then uh, through my research, I, I found that there was like, a Beastmaster two through the Portal of Time, which I had watched and I had made myself forget. You know how sometimes when you have a traumatic experience and you could traumatic. like a traumatic Is your accent experience. coming out there? I knew you wanted to. Have you been practicing things for us? That's Listen, what happened. I had a traumatic experience and I um, 
I, I didn't, I, I made Through the Portal of Time not happen. It was basically like, like the He-Man movie where like they made a He-Man movie and they decided the way to do it was to have Dolph Lundgren as He-Man, not He-Man. be an attorney, but like go through a portal and they battled it out in like modern day world. Like, I don't know. What were they doing there? Uh, you I, a He-Man fan? Shira? What do you like? Are you no. Like Eternia? No. no. Manny Faces? He-Man Woman Hater. That's what I think of when I hear what? He Man Woman Hater? That's what I think of when you say that. You think that uh, wait, 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 wait. He Man Colon Woman Hater is yeah. the name of like That's what I think of. He Man Woman Hater. That sounds like a tell all uh, uh, uh slagging kind of journalistic uh biography that somebody in Eternity wrote Stars about. Right. He Man Woman Hater. I do not yeah. want to see that at all. <laughs> um, so uh, that's exciting. Um, um, also, we want to uh, give a little bit of props. A lot of people were, were saying that, oh, we talked about a lot of TV last week and we didn't mention Constantine. Yeah. I love Constantine. They're talking about it all in the chat right now, too, which is great. Okay. Here's a little thing I wanted to do for Constantine. Just bear with me for just a second. Okay. So we're going to... We're pleading to save Constantine. I want you guys to know that I don't know what's going on right okay. now. So, so just so everybody else is aware, I'm I'm unsure right. what my co-host is about to do. Okay. Makes me a little nervous. I'm a little excited. So and he's and he's pulled out um, a, a thing of ketchup. It's not ketchup, love. It's actually elves' blood. So now we're gonna do is a this bit of, be on me? A bit of beautiful beastly black magic to save our favorite NBC show. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Magicus, Invictus, save us, second season us, grant us, Constantinos, love. I really feel like you didn't think this through. Yeah, I don't know what to do with the ketchup on my hands now. I really feel like you didn't. Steve, Steven coming out with the towel. Thank you. Thank you. I was just, listen, I wanted to have a raw chicken in the studio. I was running late and I was going to stop off and make a raw chicken. You were going to make it the heart? I was going to have the raw chicken and do like the Papa Legba kind of thing, the Papa Midnight, you know, voodoo-inspired incantation. And then I was like, all right, that's going to be disgusting. It might be funnier if we get a roasted chicken. So then I was going to get a roasted chicken, and then I was going to eat it while you talked. And then Why I was can't late. I join you in eating the chicken, number one? Number two, I feel like you really made up for us not talking about Constantine last week by your performance just now. I would yes. say potentially that's Oscar right, nominee worthy. Yes, love. I and always, the accent. I always put my tie on, love, and pull it down way down here. I take the time to make the tie, but I'll never put it up to my collar, love. So people in the chat room right now want to know what's happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm kind of with well, them. What's happening is we just performed uh, a voodoo incantation to save the show Constantine. Yeah, we we did. We did. So continue to hashtag save Constantine. And well, are you liking the show? I know you've been watching. I've I, been watching. I like it. I, I like, didn't you say it's your favorite. Of it's, the, uh, it kind of is because you like that dark. I magic. like the dark, but I also like how he's just like he knows everything about every kind of. Uh, you know, underworld thing, and he's like, "Oh, that's a, you know, that's a this kind of spirit," or like, and he's got the incantations, and I like the mythology that they're building. I don't know. I think it's great storytelling. I love this guy in the lead. I think the effects are really good. I like the. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, cool. What do you think about the way that they set it up? I mean, the showtime is not great for a show doing well. What do you mean? The, the show, uh, the actual airing time? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. But I know for a while it was going up and up and up in the ratings despite its time. And even after they said we're going to cap it at 13 episodes. This is pretty badass. I, I love it. It's yeah. very badass. 
And I learned I, that from you guys last week, by the way, and I've used it many times. Listen, save Constantine. Here's the thing. I'd be fine if they just did 13 episodes a year. Why does it have to be a 23-episode season? Make 13 great episodes, split it up. I agree. I mean... I agree, especially because it seems like so many people are out there loving it. What I love recently about social media, though, and I guess recently, I mean the last couple of years, is that I feel like people actually do have the power to save shows. The more hashtagging, the more love things are getting, then the more likely they are to keep them going. Oh, it's totally, totally happening. You have the power. You have the power. Matt Ryan wants you to save the show. Save the show. All right, so now we're gonna, we actually have a little bit extra time this week. So I wanted to talk about something that kind of ties into the movies, um, but really the comic books. And uh, this is something really cool. Today, we're, we're, we're doing this show live. It's Wednesday. It is comic book day. And DC is doing a slew of comic book covers inspired by classic movies. Really, really up my alley. It's so cool. You said, okay, you really, okay. Yes, good. Yes, no, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Moving on. Uh, yeah, so I, I we just don't we know what just happened. I don't even know. We're going to take a look at it. So we have inspired by the film The Mask, we have the Joker comic. Okay. Which... Awesome. Perfect. This is awesome. I love the cover of the mask or the poster for the mask. It's amazing. I think that it looks so cool. Jim Carrey was phenomenal. This bringing back. This is it, actually for Batman. It's yeah. actually for the comic Batman. But, but the, it's you know. interesting because of the Jim Carrey being Jim whatever. Well, Jim Carrey was uh, the Riddler, so yeah, there's a connection there. Exactly. He's like two just steps being away. Jim. It is. It's it's a degree of separation. But Who also just said in an interview that he would love to play the Riddler again. And the continuing I trend. Mind of, that. I know people didn't like it, but I wouldn't mind that. I, I would love him as the Riddler in a good movie. Ah, uh, me too. As you know, in a well-directed, well-written, I mean, he could definitely do it. Also, check out Superman Superfly-inspired cover. So this is a really good time for people on iTunes to switch over to YouTube because uh, we're looking at these covers. Yeah, this is a bit of a visual uh, section of the show. <laughs> uh, we have, oh, I love this one, Action Comics, also Superman- Bill and Ted, you got Superman and Doomsday on the top of the phone. Ah, so cool. And then you have all the Superman, like the replacement Superman when he was dead, you know, like... uh, Who said that DC doesn't have humor? (laughs) No, this is fantastic. Um, We have, oh, Grayson, inspired by Enter the Dragon. Really cool. This one is just, it's like some cool, different than the other ones. I don't even know well, what to make of it. It's a little bit more of like a, it's not like as much of a joke, although you got Batman down here. That is really, really it awesome. It seems like a poster that you would actually have on your wall, like in a nice house. After I'm finishing here, I have to go do a, a thing downtown, and then I'm making my way to the comic book store, and I just hope. You're just, just so popular. Save me some of this stuff, guys. Please don't. This is going to sell out so fast. That's what I hate about this stuff. Um, Supergirl. With the Wizard of Oz, my absolute favorite of these. Oh, really? I I, th- I think so. I just am such a diehard Wizard of Oz girl. Ah, this could take the cake for me. It could. Really, really cool. The bottom half of it too. Oh my god! Is gosh. that is like Oz, like the bottled city of Kendor back there? Is oh, that what that's supposed it, to be. It looks amazing. Kendor. Uh, that would be really cool if that is. Uh, then else, what else would we want to look at? Oh, oh, oh. Um, oh, this is my favorite right here. Because this has a cool DC tie. Wonder Woman as the cover of 300, which of course, yeah. Zack Snyder directed. Yeah, now yeah. Zack Snyder is directing the first ever actual Wonder Woman on film. And if, if, I mean, if that's any indication of the raging 
warrior beastess that we're going to see, that's really cool. Well, he's not directing Wonder Woman. He, per se, the film, film. Right. But, but he's, he's going to be directing the, Wonder Woman exactly. for the first time. So I think that that's really, really cool. Again, it's a little bit of a degree of separation off, but it's great. Uh, she looks killer. Yeah. Like, completely killer. It just kind of gives you an idea of the kind of Wonder Woman that I want to see on screen, which it's is just... It's not really the new 52 Wonder Woman as much. Who which, is, this inspiration yeah, right here? Yeah, I don't feel like it is. I feel like th- this is the more buff. Well, the, yeah, they've already done, like, a costume switch with her, I know. Like, right. in the new 52, like, she had pants, then they took the pants away. Like, they've done a little bit of fiddling with her, but it looks fierce. And, like, just that idea is great. Is it, great. like, paint over her boobs, or what's going on? Well, what's her body armor? What are you thinking? This is, like, Daytona Spring? break or something I where girls of, are having like a little bit no. I'm a little bit thinking that no what's more questionable is paint is that paint over Gerard Butler's abs right there that's more in question or hers look no those are real look no that's that. armor this is body armor I don't know Roxy, trust me. <laughs> uh, Green Lantern Corps has a really cool Forbidden Planet cover. Forbidden Planet is a classic sci-fi film. Uh, I like the cover of Green Lantern Corps better. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, this is really cool. Amazing. It's yeah. Look at that. No, I agree. I, I think so this is cool, and I think this might be the last issue of Green Lantern Corps. Like I just saw, mm-hmm. like DC's canceling a bunch of their uh, monthlies moving forward. There's like 13 monthlies that aren't going to be continuing moving forward. I want to know which ones your guys' favorite so far. Yeah, yeah. Speak out in the chat room if you're listening. Which ones you really like? We do I'm- have a great one from Carrie Hamilton who says, "Wow, the Wonder Woman one looks bangtastic." It do- Thank you for that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. So I think somebody else thinks that that's not body armor. You either. gotta love the. Aquaban one inspired by Free Willy. Wow. I didn't even see this one when I was looking. I wanted to surprise you. Did you make this yourself? No. Oh my god. No, no, no. No way. Wow, very intense. That's, That's not re- how I picture Aquaman. That one's a little silly. Some of them are a little, a little fun. Silly. I like that though. Um, Justice League Dark, which we all know I'm a big fan of. No. Inspired by one of my favorite Tim Burton films, mm. Beetlejuice. With this is Dead Man, uh, Dead Man, Zatanna, Constantine, Plastic Man. So what are we shouting out three times then? Uh, uh, um, what do we have to say? Constantine, Constantine, Constantine. Yes! That's my second incantation for Constantine. I put you on the Mad spot. amounts Adam. of black magic. You got it. That was a good one, too. That was a be- better one. That was one. our best one. Before we tried to do one, we weren't quite in the zone yet. It, it, we just weren't there. Um, I hear you got to look at the elbows. I've heard that, but I wasn't even. I was just connecting with your yeah, soul. We just connected. Exactly. What do you think <laughs> about What do you think about Batgirl? Don't look at me, Swan. Uh, <laughs> uh, Batgirl Purple Rain. Uh, I think this one's great. I think that the it's very true to what I would believe it would be. It's nothing out of the box, but she looks cool. The purple suit, great. Yeah. What do you think about this? I one? don't know who looks more feminine in the poster. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be objective here. I think it's a toss up. It's kind of a toss up. My favorite part is the background. Um, yeah, yeah. We, Batman we've hovering got a Batman in the background. over there. And he it, he looks pretty cool. And what is that? Is that is someone confirmed for me in the chat room? Is that Abalonia in the back room on the Purple Rain poster? Is it in fact Abalonia? Well, uh, I haven't looked at the Purple Rain poster in a quite once some one time. of the new power generation. Uh, certainly, uh, the Detective Comics, inspired by one of the greatest uh, sci-fi films in recent history, The Matrix. I this one comes to play. This it, one's got a lot of people that come to play. It reminds me of the really cool Animatrix too, which was the anthology of animated series. If you haven't seen the Animatrix, it's super cool. Way better than either of the Matrix sequels. 
Is that? Oh my god! You know why the Matrix was so cool? It was a great superhero origin story. You know, I think that you have your opinions and I have mine. Oh really? <laughs> Are you not a fan of the Matrix? I it wasn't my absolute favorite. Wow, it so wasn't my favorite. So no, no, it's it's fun that everybody is learning publicly that Roxy Stryer, while you know, lovely. Loves- has terrible taste in movies. You like, cannot mention it again because our comments right now about Spidey 2 Well, are- I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I, I think I'm saying something completely innocuous. Like, yeah, you know, The Matrix, which was an amazing, like... I thought The Matrix... It's a superhero uh, film, basically. I think that The Matrix was very good. I did not love it like everybody else loved it. Yeah. I think it's okay. I... I prefer well, other movies. You know what is... Like I, Spidey 2. I love... I love that moment, like, at the end of The Matrix when he comes to... when it all it. When it all clicks. Good. You know, when it all comes together, I, I love that moment in a, in a superhero story where it's like everything comes together and they are the person that we've seen them become. And that very reason is why the sequels were so terrible. I think that I love Keanu Reeves and I prefer Hardball. And that's what I'll say about Okay. That. <laughs> okay. Well, that's just going to land like a Hardball then. <laughs> And uh, moving on, we have Superman, I think Batman. I've lost some people. You may <laughs> have. You may have. Keep smiling. I'll just say that. Keep it's smiling, Roxy. Got it. Come on, shine through, baby. <laughs> so, but at least you're honest. You know what? I, I, I appreciate that you're honest. Okay, this one is awesome. <laughs> yeah, but The Fugitive is a terrible movie. Tommy Lee Jones, blah. Harrison okay. Ford, blah. She didn't say that. Right. She would never say that. No, I love The Fugitive. And I love this. I didn't even realize that the current um, title was Batman Superman. Like, it wasn't World's Finest. I think that... Oh, you didn't realize that no, before I th- when you were looking? Right, no, they, they have both. Because I was like, oh, is that like World's Finest? But no, I guess it's just Clark Batman, Clark Batman yeah. Superman. Cool. Uh, I, I think this is cool. I, I wish that we could see um, Superman's face a little more. Yeah, but I mean, because he's so handsome, right? Because on the uh, in, in the Fugitive poster, it's just his reflection yeah, on yeah, the yeah. subway, which is kind of weird. Uh, I wonder why they put Batman in the foreground. And then Maybe finally, they're trying to tell something. We save the best for last: the Justice League, inspired by Magic Mike. So talk about Goofy. I mean, <laughs> woo. Okay, this was what I was going to do to save Constantine. I was going to do a whole Magic Mike thing, so just be glad. Is that next week? Be glad. Yeah, well, we're not there. Why would I prefer the ketchup hands to the Magic Mike? Well, you know, you might not, but I think most of our viewers slash listeners would would far prefer me smearing myself with elves' blood. It was elves' blood uh, in in lieu of... uh, Oh, this just makes me sad that Matthew McConaughey is not coming back for Magic Mike 2. Oh, yeah. It's a hard loss. You know, but we could do a whole podcast just about that. So make sure you get to a comic book store. This ties into the movies. It's great. It's awesome. Do we have some questions we can answer for the people with our last uh, few minutes? Or Yeah, I'm going to go off of um, things that people were tweeting in and writing on Facebook this week. And then if you guys have comments in the chat, then go ahead and write them. Oh, because it's live. That's oh, right, we're because live we're live. I-, I still want more accents out of you tonight. Um, okay, so Clifford Hopkins wants to know um, if DC slash WD could make Teen Titans a part of Arrow slash fa- um, slash Flash, an upcoming Supergirl universe, we could possibly see Colton Hayes, Arsenal Speedy, join Titans? Question mark. Mm. That would be interesting. I love Colton Hayes. Now, I know TNT is a Turner network, which I know is like TBS yeah. and all that. So I think that while the CW now we know is related to CBS and they're 
there could be the possibility for the Supergirl to cross over, and that's the Greg Berlanti thing. I don't know about this. I feel like it's a different production team. I know we heard that uh, Akiba Goldsmith was producing and writing. Uh, but do you want to see it, though? And you're, if we're still talking about Santa coming and granting you gifts, is that something you oh, would want to see? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I would love to see it. Um, I would love to, because I like actually when a character like that like can disappear for a couple of episodes. I find it hard sometimes with so many episodes if you have to service every character in every episode. And to be honest, I get a little sick of Speedy sometimes. Okay. Not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not there with you, and I hope that you get all the hate for that one. Uh, <laughs> look, Speedy, look, I, like I said, my biggest problem is like when people come along and they are like almost as good as like the main character who we had to go through the whole journey with. You know, and and I and I love how the character has to earn their 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 skills. So it really bothers me when somebody flies away for a long weekend and comes back with a nice, sexy leather outfit and a quiver full of arrows. Like, that doesn't it bother me one bit. <laughs> that just doesn't bother me. Um, coming from the chat, Jaff ninety four wants to know what DC superhero would be great on HBO. Cool question. Oh well. Constantine would be great on HBO. Any of the Justice League dark, dark characters. Yeah, of course. Sandman would be great. Um, uh, Deadman could be really cool. Doctor Fate could be do cool. Do you think they would do a Sandman right now, even when we have coming out? I mean, I guess that they're doing Flash. No, I, I'm just saying, you know, I would have preferred, you know, I know Joseph Gordon-Levitt is working on the Sandman film, working on producing it. In fact, I was just reading that he wanted, uh, 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 what was it, Jared Leto, uh, to be um, Dream, and that would have been great casting. And now his now but his, that can't happen now, right? And now his new choice would be uh, Hiddleston, and I'm like, that's a great choice too. But no Shotsville. Why no Shotsville? Because he's totally Marvel's guy. Like Marvel loves Tom Hiddleston. People you love Loki. People do. You can't be Loki and Dream. Like there's too much crossover. It's he, too weird. And he loves it and goes to every single convention and, he wouldn't and do like, it. plays. So who should? That's a good question. We didn't even talk about that news. Who should be Dream? You need somebody that like looks like in um, your dream world, like a Tim ha, Burton ha, character ha, ha, in your ha, ha. dream casting. In your dream world, dream? Uh, okay, we're going back to Swamp Thing. By the way, Swamp Thing on HBO would be great. So this is from Simon BT wants to know the date question: Wonder Woman, Batman, or Superman? Who would be allowed to take you on a date? Um, I, is this for you? I, I think this was for me, but honestly, even if it's a mandate, I think you should answer it. I think that you are going to say Batman over Wonder Woman. It's just my guess about you. You know, it's a it's weird. Um, you know, definitely not uh, Superman. Um, I would love to hang out with. The, 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 see, the problem is like if I if I think about it realistically, it's like all right, hanging out with Bruce Wayne. He's rich, one of the richest guys in the world. You have to think about cool. you're, you're, Or am I hanging out with Batman? It's it's going to get drinks with somebody. Are you going to really pick going to get drinks with Wonder Woman or going to get drinks with Batman? This will say a lot about you, how you answer, to be honest. I think, yeah. I think I'm saying Wonder Woman. <laughs> it would be really weird if I was sitting across the table, Batman, he's in his cape and cowl, utility belt, flowing robes, grace, stunning. And then all the, and I'm like, dude, why are you drinking tequila? Like, and then you're going to go, what if the bat signal goes oh, off? You're judging him. You're judging bit. your guy, Batman. A little bit. And, wow. And Wonder Woman, I'm thinking, like, she'll drink all night. She's not going to get drunk. She's got, like, an inhuman tolerance. Why isn't she getting drunk? Because she's, like, superhuman. She can't get drunk. I, I think And that I know I'm, I'm not enough you. man for her, but I want to go down trying to be. I want to go so down swinging trying to buy. You're going to go. Death by Snoo Snoo? Death by Snoo Snoo. Exactly. 
I'm going to go Batman on this one. Um, and it's not for the reason that, I mean, I would go Wonder Woman if I loved her more, but I just think Batman's the best. Now, um, now I think of this. Think about, are you jealous of my date? Think about You're how many girls date, I could get. Like, what would girls think of me? You're like, who's that guy with Wonder Woman? Like, I wouldn't even need to actually hook up with Wonder Woman. I would need her to just be like the best wing person ever. I don't feel like she would be a great wing person. Really? No, I feel like she'd get really jealous. If she was really into me, I'm discounting the possibility that she's legitimately into me. And she, you couldn't lie to her because of her lasso. Oh, she would throw that lasso around me and she'd know everything that I was thinking. And she'd be like, your mind is disgusting. Hey, Adam, she's who like, wouldn't I'm, be into you? Uh, but I, blush, 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 blush. Stop it. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's go on with the questions. Um, we've got from... At, I always mess this one up. Straight Snuggles. Straight Snuggles. Yeah, Straight Snuggles. Yeah, okay. big, big fan of the show. We love Straight Snuggles. This is a little bit of a confusing question, so we're going to have to decipher it. But Let's if a zombie apocalypse started tomorrow, which mm-hmm. DC superhero would you pick? So do they mean to like help you fight in the apocalypse? I think so. I'm going to assume that Straight Snuggles means <laughs> that who would be like the leader of our group? Like if we're going to compare it to Walking Dead, like the, 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 the Rick of the group, you know? Okay. Who do we have? Yeah. I mean, I think you got to choose somebody from Suicide Squad. Are we, are we limited to just... No, anyone. Straight Snuggles. He, he'll give us leeway. Who are you choosing? This time I am picking Batman. <laughs> I might go. I, Superman's unaffected. You know who would be you awesome? Know. Nightwing, though. That would be great. Really? Yeah, I think so. I just think the age and experience of a Batman, or even a, yeah, if we're going to talk Suicide Squad, someone like a, a Rick Flag, well, a real military person. It depends how the zombie apocalypse is going to affect people's powers. Like, does it, you know, is this a Walking Dead scenario where. That's what I'm assuming he means. It's a Walking Dead scenario where it's like people have their own factions. You're cut off from all, um, 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 Internet, all communication. Well, then you have to pick a woman because how are you going to repopulate the planet? Not concerned with repopulating the planet <laughs> at this point. Concerned with survival. <laughs> I think you got to be concerned with both. No, 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 no. I'm not making a, 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 a giving birth in the you know the, where it's you know outdoors. I mean, it's no, be I very don't unsanitary. know. I, I, I don't know. Do you want to explain it a little? Listen, more? I look. I think that we got to put a moratorium on repopulating the spe- species until we get things you know back in working order. Get our hospitals up and running again, things like that. Okay, this is from Un Lobo, who... Uh, all right, Just one Lobo. A, a little bit of a confusing question again, but I like to get through the... You guys are awesome, so we're going to work with you. Uh, this says, question of a host, except maybe Adam, haha, or anyone, maybe, I'm alone on this, but <laughs> does anyone feel like Tom Hardy is being wasted on Rick Flagg? Oh, how, how prescient. What? What I mean is we went from hearing he was going to be Doctor Strange, sure. 6 out of 10, to right. he was running for the apocalypse, t- 9 out of 10, mm-hmm. and then it's officially landed the role as Rick Flagg. What do you think about that? Okay, I see your point. I can. Why understand- is it wasted on you? I can stand it. Because do, do you not like Because I think last week I was talking about how happy I was about oh, the casting, and he's like, he knows that I'm going to... I don't think he's wasted, because again, what I like so much about Tom Hardy as an actor, and feel free to disagree with me, you'll be wrong, but you can feel free to do so. Um, he elevates every role. Like in Inception, I didn't know who he was when he showed up in Inception. I was like, who is this guy? He just has got 
that charisma, the way he like handles himself. And then I saw uh, Bronson and, you know, uh, and, and everything I've seen him in since. But like, I feel like you're making an argument for why he would, you would want him in a point, bigger role. My point is that I think it is going to be a big role. Okay. I think it's going to be the guy with Amanda Waller who's really running the squad. I think that... It, my point is that it's going to be a great role because of what he brings to it, not because of all the baggage that the character has before he got there. This is a character kind of like Chris Pratt's Star-Lord character was like, there's no preconceived notion here. So it's for this role. great actor to knock it out of the park. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but what we had seen Chris Pratt in hadn't proved that he was going to knock it out of the park necessarily, and I believe he did, but we didn't know that. Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. we know, is going to knock anything out of the park or at least I believe that so when they're asking if it's being wasted I still don't think so because I think that he can make this role really his own and shine yeah. but I do get what they're saying that maybe they wanted to see him in a stand in a more iconic role right Right. I can understand that I, I, look I don't know what it's going to be. I haven't read the script. And even if it gets leaked online, I'm not going to read the script. I'm very excited about the film, but it's a fair point. Would I like to have seen him as Doctor Strange? Sure. I mean, I'm sure he would have been awesome. But, you know, I think this will be great, too. Like I said, he was good in This Means War, which I, you know... Um, he Which was, you love, he was, I know. He was love. great. Oh, he was great in oh, that boy. movie. Jetty LaQuesta, where are you? It's not good. It was fabulous. And that uh-huh. was a role he didn't need to. <laughs> okay. Um, this is from off of the YouTube. This is from Brendan Silver. Oh, I sound like my grandma when I call it the YouTube, don't I? Um, please answer this question. Do you think DC will use the new 52 Joker or would that be too scary since they're using most of the new 52 content? So we talked about this a this little bit This is like the before. face removed. Right. Face. We talked about this a little before. Uh, Again, we're thinking that the rip face off would be too scared to sew him back on. But people are saying maybe they're going to use somebody who looks like Jack Nicholson, but like that kind of look and then acts like... uh, acts like Heath Ledger did so that's the crossover that I see people are saying right now most I have a feeling because there's been so much of the of the of the cut smile because that was so brilliant that Christopher Nolan made that part of the film the scars I mean, I would be surprised if they didn't kind of use something in that aspect. I don't really know. Like, you know, we, we talked about also in The Dark Knight Returns, which is a big inspiration for this movie or this universe, at least, at least for Batman v Superman. Um, you know, the Joker's kind of rehabilitated. Yeah. And he's just mellow, but he's not. It's all going on back, back in the back no of his way. mind. There's no way. The rehabilitated, I just will lose it. Yeah. I can't deal because, with that. Because, again, most people going to see these movies are not like big comic book fans. It's got to be a joker that they somewhat recognize but it can't be do what Heath Ledger did you know it's just so hard you're just being set up to fail I feel like here so it takes an amazing actor to break through that mold we'll see how he does I think that he's the best that we could pick and I kill one little bear and everybody goes crazy you really have been working on that I've been working on that one a little bit I'm really impressed wow you know uh, wow, so good. <laughs> All right, more questions. More questions. We got a couple more minutes. We're just going to be wrapping it up in a few minutes here, but for our final, let's do two more questions for 2014, and uh, that'll be it for DC Movie News. Okay, Mladen Kulik, I'm so sorry I butcher these, wants to know how excited will you guys be if in Untitled Batman solo movie had a Red Hood cameo? So, if there's how a red, excited will we be if there's a Red Hood cameo? 
Um, uh, which Red Hood? Like the Jason Todd Red Hood, or the? I know there's a lot. I of gotta tell you, there was there was no specification in this comment. Yeah, I just would be excited. Um, the thing I'm most excited for in the Batman solo film is to see which villain we're going. That's all I can focus on right now. Yeah, I, I um, yeah, I guess it would be cool. Um, I like any kind of like you know something that's like inside for the fans. I think that's always cool. But I'm with Roxy on this. Um, I just want to see what kind of like I want a, a good hard-boiled great Batman like people have said hush that's a great call like you know even the Court of Owls the the Scott Snyder run like I just want to see a real in Gotham like nobody else just a freaking Batman movie I, I can't wait and and when are they going to announce that and how are they going to make it happen I have no idea if you actually had to guess though when are they going to announce that and how are they going to make it happen I mean what time or what time frame are we talking about yeah, I, I have you no idea. You are the person idea. I look to for the answers. Yeah, I when mean... When you don't have the answers, what are we all to do? Yeah, I know. It would just be such blank speculation. Because honestly, with the schedules that all these people have, I don't see how that could happen. Okay, it looks like we've gone through most of these questions. You guys have been awesome on, all right. on awesome. the YouTube. Well... <laughs> Again, the YouTube. Oh, I they already know. started the hashtag with the YouTube. Well, maybe in 2015 you'll be a little more hip. Once again... <gasps> Uh, for Johnny Laquasto, uh, who is not here, will be joining us again January 8th when we return. This is our mid-season finale. You can follow him at, what is it, Jay Quasto? We're is that his hiatus, yeah. We're going on a brief hiatus. Um, a very uh, merry holiday and uh, happy new year to everybody. Thank you so much. This is only our seventh episode, and you guys have been so wonderful to us. I can't believe how little hate you've been giving us. Um, I, the no thumbs down thing has been rocking. Wait, can I plug us for a second? Because Please. I know that you can't <laughs> while you're crying over there so guys if you're on itunes go over to youtube if you're on youtube go over to itunes rate comment subscribe it means a lot to us uh, it helps us with every single thing that we do it and we read everything also you guys know we comment back to you you're the everything. best fans of all time the fact that we're going on hiatus means you have extra time to do this we will see you on january 8th though but until then i expect to be having conversations with all of you or else we'll be crying we'll be very sad so uh for dc movie news Happy New Year, farewell, and we will see you next year. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.